McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Stand right here, the one and only, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. The presiding bishop of Full Gospel, the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. And there it is, stand after we've done all we can do. Nothing else to do but stand. The Bible says in Ephesians, man, after you've done all, stand. It's such a powerful revelation. It's really like boxing, man. When you're training for boxing, I asked the boxer, if the objective is to be faster than the other man? He says, well, sometimes. I said, well, is the objective really to not get hit? He says, well, you got to get hit so you know what feeling, what being hit feels like. I said, I got to get hit to know what being hit feels like? He said, yes, because you never want a blow to take you out. I said, well, then, what is the real objective of boxing? He says, it's to stay on your feet. I said, wow. Mm. I said, that's just like God, right? He allows us to get hit sometimes so we'll know what the next hit feels like. So we can say, you know what? I've been there, done that. And you look at some of the stuff you've gone through and you're like, man, I've been through this before. And God gave me strength to get through it then. He'll give me strength right now. But the reality is somebody listening right now, after everything you've been through, God's just telling you to stay on your feet. Because you stay on your feet, my God, that's how you know. You can always get the victory. So today... No matter what comes at you, no matter what happening to you, the word today is stay on your feet. No, that's right. That's a good word there, Bishop Walker. And let everybody know how they can reach you and how they can follow you on social media. Hey, I want everybody right now to literally follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. Joseph Walker 3. And let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. There it is. Hey, appreciate you giving us that word this morning. Love you, man. Love you too, Ricky. Yes, sir. The one and only Bishop Joseph Walker, Senior Pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. All right, man, let's get into some music. Here you go, right here. Here, little old, little old school, right here. Yes, sir. Stephen Heard, right here. Maria, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RS and his family. Here's your Monday headlines. Sadly, there were multiple mass shootings over the weekend. Eight people were killed and at least seven others wounded when a gunman opened fire at an Allen, Texas outlet mall on Saturday afternoon. The gunman has been identified as 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia. He was killed by a police officer who was at the mall on an unrelated call. Investigators believe the gunman was acting alone and have not yet released information on a possible motive. 
In other news and lighter, President Joe Biden will deliver the keynote address at Howard University's 155th commencement ceremony on Monday, May 13th. Howard University released a statement saying it's an honor and privilege to welcome President Biden to celebrate the graduating class of 2023. Biden will receive an honorary Doctor of Letters from the university. I'm Maria Moore, and these are a few of the stories we're following this morning. For more headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Already, man, the NBA playoffs is getting heated. I don't know if y'all watching it, man, but it's, uh, it's, it's nice. Atlanta, I'm sorry, the Boston Celtics lose to Philly 116-115 to yesterday, even up the series two games apiece. Now, after two back-to-back horrible shooting games in game two and three by James Harden, he bounced back with 42 points last night. He said he received a text message from Coach Doc Rivers uh, saying that the Doc sent him a text with the gospel song, You Know My Name, pretty much reminded him who you are. So go out there, listen to the song, and dominate. And that's what he did, man. Phoenix Suns, they even the series two games apiece against the Denver Nuggets. Kevin Durant had 36 points. Devin Booker had 36 points. That series is getting interesting. And game four tonight, Golden State versus the Lakers. Lakers are up 2-1. Can Golden State even the series tonight, man? It's good, man. And uh, WNBA tipped off their 2023 season over the weekend as well, man. So basketball is uh is off the chain right about now. Quick sports support right there. Gary, what's the team? What's up there, big dog? All right, y'all. It's being reported, y'all, that doctors advise Jamie Foxx to decrease his stress ahead, y'all, of being discharged from the hospital. Now, they're saying that Jamie Foxx is going to have to take it easy when doctors finally give him the okay to leave the Atlanta area hospital where he has been since suffering a health scare since last month. Now, they're saying Jamie is stable and not in a life-threatening situation, according to People magazine, but they're saying the individual added that doctors are being more, or doctors are doing more tests and want to be completely sure, y'all, that he will be okay before he is discharged from the hospital. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the Academy Award winner was in the final days of his filming for his latest project, the Netflix action comedy Back in Action, co-starring Cameron Diaz and Glenn Close. Now, production on the film flick took place in Atlanta. They're saying photos that surfaced from the set revealed that a double, a body double was used, y'all, in Jamie's remaining scenes. So, y'all, our prayers still go out with the five family. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today is Alo. On the high end, you say Alo, and on the low end, you say beautiful forest green. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and... You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, so Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is time for the hot spot. What up, Brat? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. Oh, man, the Lovers and Friends Festival went down over the weekend, and when I tell you it was so many people on that show, you had myself, you had Mariah, you had Missy Elliott, Chris Brown, Usher 50 Cent, Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera, Boyz II Men, Eve, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Like, I don't think I've ever performed anything like that. It was like Woodstock back in the day or something. Like, it was right. three huge stages. And, and what you I mean, had when on, I, Brett? I, when I tell you, the crowd went from, it, it was you just couldn't see the end of the crowd. It went way back. My wife got me a, a, a custom-made Chicago Bulls because she's known from Chicago and I love the Chicago Bulls. She got me a custom-made uh, belly exposed outfit. <laughs> uh, that was, I felt real naked because, you know, I don't be showing all that no. stuff. So it was just, you know, it, it was, was nice. cute. It was a hole in it. You know what I'm saying? And my belly was just out. So I had to make sure that thing was greased up real good. And right. it 
right. look good on stage or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, that was the first time I ever performed pregnant and the last because I can't fly anymore and do any long flights after that. Um, so it was it was it was amazing. The crowd went crazy. Uh, I got to perform with Usher after that. Uh, me and JD uh, did a Sleeping in My Bed remix. Uh, I got to hang out with Mariah. You know what I'm saying? It, it was an amazing and amazing. She glad? Show. I know she was glad to see you. Oh my gosh, she was so happy to see me. It was it was it. amazing. I was so happy to see everybody in her crew because we hadn't seen each other for a long, long time. So it was great. It was great. It was great. Anybody want to ask me anything about that? I know. Everybody yeah, I mean, what, I mean, you one of the greatest of all time, man. I mean, you you wasn't you wasn't out of breath after you got off stage. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I was I, wondering about you know, that. I know you was hyped. Yeah, absolutely. This baby is sitting on all my organs. Yes, okay. including my lungs. <laughs> so, Brad, did yes. people scream when you came out, especially with your, um, exposing your belly? I yes, know they did. they did. Huh? And when I rubbed it, they went crazy. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great feeling. Yeah. It was a way to go out with a bang, you know, before I had to sit down for a while. Yeah, well, my daughter and my wife sent me the picture last night of for you real? with your outfit on, and they yeah. thought it was very cute. Oh, they tell them I said. Tell, you tell them I said, cute. thank you so much. That's your wife's favorite person, my wife she uh yeah she came up with that <laughs> yeah, she love her some judy i know she love her too thank you for that yeah, your wife yeah, all right. there. she was over here no <laughs> wait, wait a minute whoa <laughs> she was what she told me she was at her auntie house last don't night don't do that <laughs> we're gonna, oh, we gonna wrap up the hospital <laughs> <ain't that> though. <laughs> said, huh? <laughs> oh lord we gonna wrap up the hospital on that you made me forget what we teased <laughs> Because I don't want nothing to go down over here with Ricky and Special K. Tell me, did you see his wife was with you? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time for Rock T's Joke of the Day. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. Joke of the Day. All right, Rock, it's got to be funny. Yesterday, I ate a clock, and it was very time-consuming, especially when I went back for seconds. I think that went over the head. I get it. Rob, he said rock. yesterday I ate a clock, eight and it was time-consuming. <laughs> Yesterday I ate a clock. Yeah. I know that part. And then he went back for seconds, especially when I went back for seconds. For seconds. So he said eight o'clock. It's all part of time. Oh, seconds. S e c o n. Yeah. It was time consuming. He consumed time. He ate a clock. Break that thing down, okay? Yeah. Okay. He consumed. But it's time. not he funny. Ate a clock. It's Thank not a, you. It's not a joke. He said yesterday I ate a clock. I ate a clock. Ate a clock. Eight o'clock. Yes. And it was time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went back for. Second. Let's go now. <laughs> like TikTok, one, two, three, four, second. <laughs> Break that yeah. thing down, dog. There you go. And, and yesterday you, know, you should have choked on that it clock. Wasn't funny. That right. wasn't funny. <laughs> it showed that. Wasn't, I'm still right. sitting there looking crazy. A minute later, we still said it ain't funny. A minute right later, you get it? A minute later? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you will keep going. <laughs> keep going like a clock. I'm with you, Rock. Special Cowboys fell out. I'm like, I'm with you, Rock. Oh, man. 
Anyway, uh uh-uh, uh, no, no, sir. We'll never That's get right. those pressure, that pressure sign back to you. There you go again. There it is. <laughs> well, check this out. The people at NASA are using their time to research something important. Way more important than the moon or Jupiter or the asteroids that's going to crash into the Earth that only Ben Affleck can stop. <laughs> NASA decided to study our naps, y'all. That's right, N A P S. Uh, and it should be in order to help pilots stay more alert. That's what they're saying. And they found the perfect length for a nap is 26 minutes. I'll be damned. That ain't long enough for me. When you nap for 26 minutes, you'll be 54% more alert and 34% better at whatever you do next is what they say. Here's why. At 26 minutes, you're only going to go through the first two stages of sleep. You're not entering the others, which can make you feel groggy or even worse when you wake up. So the next time you're tired at work, take a nap or at least try to. And then in just 10 to 26 minutes, you can improve your performance significantly, they say. And if anyone complains, uh, point them to this. NASA research and tell them that if catnaps are good enough for astronauts, they are definitely good enough for you. What y'all oh, think yeah. about this? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan uh, of the catnap. Yeah, 26 man. minutes, though? That don't seem short. Uh, I mean, it's short. You set I mean, your alarm for like, Brad, I've done naps in 10 and 15 minutes. Just lay your head nope. back and close your eyes and go into a deep sleep right quick and mm-hmm. wake up and feel refreshed. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you okay. on that. But sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it depends because you'll wake up still want some more sleep. That's if you sleep yeah. longer than 20. If you sleep like 35 or 40 minutes, that's when you want to stay asleep. Nah, that 15, 20 make me still want to sleep. Or you, stay or you wake up not knowing where you are yeah, right. or where you're supposed to be. You'd be like, what day is it? What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I pulled I mean, over I, on the I, side of the road before into a parking lot. Naps are important. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Lean that dog on the chair. Rock T. Me too. Come on, me really? too. Uh-uh, me that. too, Rock T. Because I found well, myself I do, I pull over. at a light. Yeah, pull over at a hotel. Uh, go up under the shed, like at a hotel. Pretend like you waiting on waiting to pick somebody up, and the bell is <laughs> the end. And now that you feel safe, ain't nobody gonna get you. Don't go in no parking lot now. They'll, they'll, they'll get you. No but, empty but, parking lot. Yeah, stay up under that shed like you're picking somebody up from the hotel. I'm here to pick somebody up and let that seat back and then take you a nap. And That's then go <laughs> just drive off. They're going to be looking strange, <laughs> but we just drive off. But yeah, those naps help. I take them all the time, oh, every yeah. day. I'm talking about just shut down. Oh, a crowded up. gas station, Ricky. A crowded gas station like a quick trip mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know about that no more. But I, I would nah. definitely say a Holiday Inn or whatever you know, a hotel like at the front. Not no Chicago the, Holiday Inn, uh, <laughs> and not no Atlanta gas station. Uh, not nah, you go all right at a quick trip. <laughs> I'll take one through the, while you're going through the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's always a good a, a good nap or whatever. You that know, don't work that, out good, though. I took one and going through the car wash, and I stayed asleep at the end of it, and they had to come down there and knock on my window because I was blocking up traffic. Right. <laughs> oh, you're you supposed to take off? Yeah, you're supposed to pull out at the end. I was dead asleep. <laughs> yeah, I but, <laughs> yeah, but the point of the matter is, y'all just own where you at, find you somewhere safe, and, and take a nap, man, because yes. I'm telling you, anytime yeah. I have to do a Zoom or like a TV show or whatever, a good mm-hmm. nap before that, a good shut your brain down, and it just make you quicker and sharper. Somebody asking you questions, you right. engage in the conversation, you just have a lot more enthusiasm because it's hard to perform when you're sleepy and you sit yeah. up there staring Ooh. in that little phone or that camera or that <laughs> laptop or whatever, yeah. and you sit up there feeling woozy and it's... <laughs> <laughs> you ever thought you turned your camera off and Zoom, but it was really on? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man, that's bad. That's bad. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. All right, y'all. Gary got the tea in the Kahlua today. Coming up. 
40 years ago, I was flunking out of college. I had a 1.7 grade point average. I've kept God in my life and has kept me humble. I didn't always stick with him, but he always stuck with me. I pray that you put your slippers way under the bed tonight so that when you wake up in the morning, you have to get on your knees to reach them. And while you're down there, say thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for wisdom. Say thank you in advance for what is already yours. True desire in the heart for anything good is God's proof to you sent beforehand to indicate that it's yours already. And anything you want, you can have. So claim it. When you get it, reach back. Pull someone else up. Don't just aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. Wow. Nice right there. Who is that, Kay? Denzel Washington, the one and only in the commencement speech. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the tea. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. It was a very sad day, y'all, in Las Vegas on Friday. Now, it's being reported, y'all, that Usher and Chris Brown got into a horrible altercation, honey, on Friday in Las Vegas. Now, according to TMZ, they're saying, y'all, that Usher threw a beautiful birthday party for Chris Brown at the Skate Rock City Roller Rink in Las Vegas. Now, according to sources, they're saying that Chris Brown got upset, y'all, when he saw Tiana Taylor at the party and they say he wanted her to leave immediately. Now they're saying sources said that Chris is upset with Tiana because she was involved y'all in his cancelled American Music Awards Michael Jackson tribute and I remember that. Now they're saying apparently Tiana pulled out at the last minute due to other obligations and Chris feels y'all that this was the reason that the performance was cancelled. Now while Chris saw um, Tiana they say when he saw her he approached her and told her to leave and they say Tiana told Chris that his behavior was out of line and told him that he was on one. Now at that point they're saying the argument escalated and it caused Usher y'all to step in and defend Tiana. Well Chris and his crew decided to leave. Usher decided to follow Chris and his crew out to the party parking lot. Well, they went to the parking lot. They're saying sources said that Chris Brown and his crew beat the mess out of Usher on his tour bus. Now, they're saying the original report said that Usher had blood and or a broken nose, but that he also had um, bruised um, uh, and injured ribs. Now, fast forward, they're saying, meanwhile, Usher and Chris both performed at the Lovers and Friends um, Festival. Which, Usher uh, did not get beat up. He didn't get beat he up? He did not get beat well, up. They said he got beat. Let's clarify that. He did not get beat up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or jumped. Really? Well, they're saying, y'all, that Usher and Chris both performed at the Lovers and Friends Festival the next day, and Usher posted, y'all, footage of himself live from the festival without a scratch, a lump, or a bruise That's on his right. face. Now, they're saying, y'all, neither Usher, Chris, nor Tiana have publicly, y'all, acknowledged this altercation. Now, Brad, you were at this event. I'm so glad that you and Jeline didn't have to run off the stage, honey, because I'm like, Lord Jesus, they fighting like animals. I mean, how could that be? I didn't know rich people fought. Rich people still fight? I mean, these men are millionaires, and they out there fighting, Ricky, like animals. When did that start to happen? Does anybody send out the memo? Because I didn't know that. Do y'all fight, Brad? I mean, what's the deal? I just don't understand that if Usher was throwing the party for Chris Brown, how did it get to that? I mean, I would be grateful if somebody threw me a party. I wouldn't have no issues. That's just me. I would be excited and honored to, to have somebody, a legend like Usher, throw you a party. 
I'd be so humble and grateful and appreciative. It wouldn't be no problems with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. How did it end up bad like that? Yeah. And uh, as much I, as you I, like I skating too, Ricky, that was a skate party. You would have loved that. I mean, somebody give oh, you a Oh, it was a skate party? party? Yes. Yep. Um, oh, Chris Brown skate too? Yep. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm a yeah. So it, it's just a sad situation. But we just Boy, that's just generation because the Temptations would have threw a party for the four tops. Nobody would have been fighting. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> my Lord Jesus. But I, I, I just, I just—it's still hard for me to understand with all this money on the stage and all this of people making money, drugs and crime spreading on the Even street. Even if the Supremes people, threw a party for SWV, oh. I don't think nobody would have fought. No, if no, the man. Mississippi Mass been, Choir mm-mm. threw a party for the Georgia Mass Choir. Nobody would have fought. Because <laughs> baby, these girls would be too busy being grand, honey. Could if you ain't born an MJG, <laughs> come on, dog. Threw a party. But outcast, I don't think nobody would have fought. Not now, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, well. If the disciples <laughs> threw a party, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, Gary. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to. I swear, it's just it's a sad thing. But we're just gonna keep our parties lifted up in prayer, and He's hopefully keep all the parties <laughs> lifted. Yes, and hopefully everybody be okay. And like I said, I'm just glad, Brad. You look amazing on the stage. I love your shirt. You had your is it Chicago Cubs? Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls shirt. <laughs> Your belly, wow! Yeah, and your stomach out, honey. You looked amazing, <laughs> Thank honey. Thank you. You did your number, honey. You didn't have to run. Thank you, Jesus. I know Mariah definitely wouldn't run. Wait, run for what? All those sets are different. Everybody oh, they different. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Everybody only stayed at the same time. Oh. Like I went on at like two something, and then all day two long. Two something in the morning. A- afternoon. Oh. Like all day long, it's a whole festival. Mariah went on at nine something. Usher went on at eight something. Chris Brown went on at like six something. Like mm-hmm. it's something all day, every day on. Each stage. Oh. And what city was this in? Las Vegas. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations to everybody, the lovers and friends. I don't know about the friends, but congratulations to the lovers, though. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Alo. On the high end, you say aloe, and on the low end, you say beautiful forest green. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Yeah. Good morning. This is Bree calling from Jacksonville, Florida. I want to wish my son Ashton Mercer a happy fourth birthday. Let's get cake wasted. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning to my mom, Linda Stetson. Have a great day. Wake up, wake up. I want to wake up my Happy graduation, Maya. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Tish calling from Fort Pierce, Florida. I want to give a wake up shout out to Fort Pierce Central Class of 93. We have an our 30-year class reunion on June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Port St. Lucie, Florida. It's going down. So wake up, wake up, everyone. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show is on. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Ricky 
you so. Why am I talking to you? Because we're getting ready to talk about you. Ooh, Our oh, very man. own Ricky Smiley was the commencement speaker at Miles College and HBCU, founded in 1898 and is a premier liberal arts institution in uh, Birmingham, Alabama this past Saturday. Also, they awarded you, sir, Mr. Ricky Smiley, an honorary doctorate degree. What? Uh, God, what? Yes. Oh. Let me say that again. They awarded Ricky Smiley an oh. honorary doctorate degree. So are you are you Dr. Ricky Smiley now? Indeed. Uh, <laughs> I, I am. Host, okay, Dr. Dr. Smiley. Oh. Uh, gospel artist Pastor Mike Jr. Uh, was also awarded an honorary doctorate as well. So congratulations to you. Why don't you uh, tell us how you're feeling, sir? No, I mean, I feel great. I, well, you know, I didn't know it was a, that big of a deal. I had no idea. What? So, so I went, I just jumped in my car, drove over to Miles College. I went by myself. I didn't invite anybody, you know. I told my daughters, like, like, no, nah, y'all just go ahead, enjoy your day, go to the mall, whatever they, whatever plans that they had. I didn't, you know, I just, I just wasn't tripping about it. I just thought it was like, you know, because I always doing stuff, always giving speeches and at, at different programs all the time. And I just try not to bother people but i had no idea that that was a uh, big deal uh you know uh receiving that and uh uh, uh pastor mike jr was there and uh i saw all uh brett all of my college professors wow. because i attended i attended the the great miles college as well uh you know uh during my uh college tour uh, as i called it uh between uh uh, uh three historically uh hbcus uh, you know, as I tried to work my way out uh, <laughs> to get into the work field. But all of my college professors was, was there. And uh, people that, uh, Mr. Kenneth Coachman, Miss Adotava, my uh, my reading class, uh, English uh, college professors, uh, all of them were there. People that mentored me, Miss Sloan, the former uh, first lady of Miles College. And uh, I was just so excited uh Excited about that. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I I, I did not know. Uh, former Birmingham Mayor Bernard Kincaid, uh, Chuck Fosh, all of these wonderful, wonderful people, man. You sitting on the stage with all of that history and uh, sitting next to the bishop, you know, uh, uh, that was that was really cool. So uh, it, it really put tears in my eyes. When I saw, you know, when I saw those young men uh, coming up to get their, you know, college degree, or whatever you know, I took all my boys out to college, um, y- y- you know, and and that's what I I wanted to see for mine, and hopefully you know I'll, I'll get to see Malik graduate uh, this summer. But man, that thing told me when those young men was coming across that stage, uh, getting those degrees and shaking their hands and and looking out there, you know, their parents was proud or uh, whatever, you know, and uh, just start having flashes and thoughts and and stuff like that. It was emotional. Uh, but but it was an honor, and I, you know, during my speech, I just talked from my heart, Gary. That was that was it. Cause that's what I was wondering. I was gonna ask that. So I mean, did you? Because you know, I can't heart? sit down and write no speech, Gary. Because that's what I was wondering. I said, did somebody write this down for him or what? So you just spoke you saw from it. heart, huh? You saw it. I just took the microphone yeah. and stepped from behind the podium, and just kind of talked to the kids. I talked to them just about basic stuff, and and not not to allow society to. Um, conform you into certain kind of behavior that's going on that's not appropriate that some of this behavior mm-hmm. is not okay you know and uh you know and my message was pretty much just because you can don't mean that you should because everything right. i yep. got a right i got a right well just because you can don't mean that you should right and just, i think that's and, a great message 
Absolutely. And uh, the young lady that was the SGA president, I can't remember her name, but she's a member of Delta Sigma Theta. She's the SGA president. She gave the best speech of the day. And she's from Dallas, Texas, and went to the, what's the high school that started with an M Rock T? She said it. Madison? Yeah, she went to Madison. Madison. She went to Madison High School uh, from Dallas, Texas. So when we got together with Hugger, we we over here talking about, oh, Cliff, that's my hood. You know, we saying <laughs> all of the, She said, I grew up listening to y'all on 97.9 The Beat uh, when we were on the hip hop station. So that made me proud. Uh, and she came all the way to Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, and became SG pres- SGA president of Miles College, and her speech was emotional. It wasn't a dry eye in there. Uh, she was crying. It was it was emotional. It, uh, it was great, uh, Pastor Mike. Uh, uh, so it, it was it was just awesome. Man. I just I just thank God. So well, yeah. Well, uh, well, huh? well we, we, on behalf of everybody, we just want to say that we're really proud of you, and um, just to let people know. So you're a doctor, not so much like Doctor Collier, but more like Doctor Dre. You know, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying you like, you, you, you're, you're not going to work on people. You can call it whatever you want. Education. Yeah, I'm so saying right. you're not going to work on people. You're not going right. to. But, 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 but you don't boy, want people to come in your with own problems. little personal way, you can throw it in every now and then. You, hey, Doc, you can say Doc. Yeah, I like Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, Gary, Gary, with it. Yeah. All, all the college professors told me to tell, tell Gary with the, with the T. That he gonna have to put some respect on your name now. You have a doctorate. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Doctor Smiley, call it Doctor Smiley. Smiley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor this Smiley. rash. I want you to take a look at. <laughs> you, you said, "Well, you got a rash." I got a rash. I want you to take a look at. <laughs> See, I knew y'all was gonna do that. Yeah. Well, Ricky, no, somebody was being messy, though, Ricky. I'm not gonna say that. They say they must have no more people to get a doctorate too, so they called you. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's by the morning show. Good morning. Who is this? Uh, this is Black Turner. I'm really tired right now. I'm really tired right now. This is ridiculous. This is a bad, way to, bad way to start off the week. I, I, I know they're crazy right here, but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to step up to the plate and, and just do what you got to do for your family. You know what I'm saying? So right now I'm doing what I got to do for my family, Sadie, but it's really scratching me out. It's really so you're not coming to work? I can't come to work. I'm still suspended. I got two more days before I come back. Before I come back to the building. But listen here, son. No, nah, man, I, I just got a. Uh, I got a. I just got a thing from HR, <sighs> man. So they letting you. They letting you come back. They sent it an email last night. You're supposed to okay, be here this okay, morning. Okay, they should have. Somebody should have called me last night then. Cause I didn't told my grandma I would help her this morning. I'm potty training my uncle. You know my grandma had a baby last <laughs> and I'm potty. I'm trying to potty train my uncle right now. She told because he can't go to he can't go to daycare till he potty train. So I gave Wait, uh, your, your your grandma had a baby. Yo, my uncle, my uncle, he he, uh, nineteen months years old. So that's back even back there using the bathroom. So why why the piece sound yeah. like it got ice in it? <laughs> nah, I'm saying because I gave him a big bottle of Gatorade because I needed him to do to, to really get like had to do it. But he been going for like twelve minutes now. He won't stop. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? He been going for like twelve minutes now. <laughs> he drunk a big ball of that yellow Gatorade, and now he won't stop going. Larry, that's enough. Larry, you got to stop. His name Larry. Larry, come on now, you got to stop. No, you can't use that as an excuse not to come to work, Mike. I can't just leave him in here, peeing. Huh? I can't just leave this boy in here, peeing. My grandma man work. And how old is he? 19 months years old. <laughs> do, the, do the math on that. That's uh, almost two, isn't it? Uncle Larry, you got to stop now. Come on, 
strong for you, a man. one and a half year old. Right. Yeah, he been drinking. Larry, Larry been drinking beer. Ain't he? <laughs> Ice cold Bud Light. I'm trying to make it. That's that middle of the night pee when you're sleeping. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I would say when the ice cream man pulls up, it's the best part of my day. The treats make it worth it for me to push myself to walk outside. And that's my exercise for the day. Hey, what can I get for you today? Let me get three sodas. Three sodas? Two bags of hot flames. Two bags of hot flames. A nutty butter. All right. A strawberry shortcake. All right. An ice cream sandwich. Two fudge round pies. All right. And a uh, nutty, nutty butter. A plain nutty butter. Okay. All right. Give me a minute. So that's how I start my breakfast. With the ice cream. But the ice cream and the snacks are just the start. It's good, but I get hungrier as I eat it. You know, I need something bigger. So what I like to get for my first meal is pizza, usually. And I eat a lot of pizza. And I tell myself, you don't gotta eat it if you don't want it. But when I get it, I usually end up eating it all at once. So I can eat two full pieces with two orders of wings and the order of cheese bread. But after I finish, you know I'm still hungry. And I start thinking about what I'm gonna have next. You are so tickled. Three of them nutty butters. <laughs> Three sodas. Cedric. Don't give me another one of them regular nutty butters. That's buttons. a Shedrick guy that you were talking That's about? That's Cedric. His Thedric. name is Cedric. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, my 600-pound life. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all support that show. Oh, them nutty butters, dog. There's some kale chips on there. Ain't no kale in that order. Y'all love them pizzas. <laughs> Gary. I was wondering when Rico's gonna prompt me. Yeah. Hold it! He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. All right, but well, Gary has a T and a Kalua today. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ricky, this is a very sad story. It's being reported, y'all, that Howard Stern says that black NBA players, y'all, are racist because they won't speak to him, honey, when he's courtside at the Madison Square Garden in New York City. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Mr. Stern said that He's too often ignored y'all by the black NBA players who come over and embrace black stars seated right next to him. He said the black players won't even come over and say hello to me. He complained during a, a, a broadcast on his serious radio show. He said the Knicks have been very kind to me. He said they put me right in front in the front row. That's when I knew I was famous. He said when I he said when I you know I have courtside seats. He said they put me courtside and the black players won't come over to say hello to me, but they do go over to Spike Lee and speak to him. 
He also said, you know, his co-host, Miss Robin Quivers, she asked if the players acknowledge him at all. He said, no. He said, I'll be um, sitting next to Tracy Morgan or Chris Rock, he said. And he said, and a lot of the time when I'm there, I'm next to Tracy Morgan, who is so funny. He said, and he's sitting there, and like a couple of the players will come over. He said, they like give him that bro shake and stuff. He said, and he said, I'm like, these guys should hug me too. Yeah, but they probably don't know who he is because the players are younger. Yeah. Uh, Gary yeah. Howard Stern yeah. come from like our era, uh, and they probably thought he was in a rock band. You know, he got that long curly hair. Yeah, and they probably know who he is, but don't know who he is. Yeah, so, so they don't they don't know that that's Howard Stern because nobody talks about uh, Howard Stern. You know, like in the black culture, or like on uh-huh. social media, you're not like in the mix or whatever. You know, like me, people like me and Special K, we be texting each other because we big Howard Stern fans. Exactly. Or, or whatever, you know, and listen to him on XM, but uh, they they just don't know who he is. Yeah, he's all. just not relevant to this generation. Yeah. Well, yeah, do I, look like Tracy Morgan and Chris Rodemar should tell the players, y'all, this Howard Stern. Speak to him and give him a hug like y'all do us. <laughs> they playing at the time. They ain't got time for all that. <laughs> oh, well, it's something, though, but I feel so bad for him, honey. He said they don't hey, like this him. my man Howard Stern right here. Yeah, Say what's man. up. Say what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Say what's up to Howard exactly. Stern. Yo, this is James Harden. This is my man right here. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I miss Tracy Morgan, man. You sound just like him, too, honey. All right, moving on, though. This is a sad man. I don't know, Brad, I don't know if you saw this tonight, y'all, but people, the prayer warriors are definitely praying y'all for genuine, honey. While he was at the Lovers and um, Friends Festival, did you see oh little Brad? God. Come on now, Brad. Oh, yeah. Y'all, it's sad, baby. Before <laughs> genuine, he came out on stage, honey. They said he was ready to do my pony, and he walked, honey. He, The man in front of him, he grabbed him, he flipped the man over, and he fell off the stage in all his white, honey. People saying they had to rush him to the hospital. I don't know if he okay. Or not. So, Brad, if you know anything about that, please share. Oh, you don't know. It was a sign interpreter that he grabbed on to. Yeah, he had a guy signing. In, in, in I saw it just like everybody else, but I wasn't there for that. Like, they perform, he performed at different times than, than we did, but I, I what? he was he he standing on the stage. He was fine, right? I like, think he stepped on the speaker and he fell back down in between those curtains. Yeah, he jumped yeah. down a level. Yeah. yeah. Grab, you got to be careful when you're stepping out on those speakers. Yeah. Yeah, right. and them cords. I wonder if right. that's going to be a multi-million dollar lawsuit because look like that man was hurt, honey, and, you know, you can't be just that grabbing people. That was a big people. man. He sure was a big man, baby. He said, okay, you're going to tumble down today. <laughs> but always fall <laughs> forward. Find somebody to fall on. <laughs> yeah, just take that fall. That, that, that ground is not friendly. Yeah. It's you know, fall not, forward. Honey. Find somebody to fall on because one thing about the dude, he's going to grab you and try to hold you up. Yes. Yeah. A poke, genuine. Well, anyway, it looks like he may be okay, so let's just keep him lifted in prayer, y'all. And then my final story, y'all. Remember we talked about <laughs> Teresa Randall, honey, um, you know, from all the wonderful movies she did with um, Will Smith and um, yeah. uh, Martin. Well, it's been reported, y'all, that her former manager confirmed, y'all, that it is definitely her, y'all, using that four-wheeled uh, walker in that video we saw. Now, they're saying that the cell phone video shows Ms. Randall 58 sitting in a four-wheeled walker. Now, fans question whether that was really her in the video. Now, they say she appeared frail and she was wearing a Disneyland sweatshirt, some plaid pants, a baseball cap, and some latex gloves. But they're saying definitely that Rounders former manager, Roger Neal, he confirmed y'all that it is definitely her in the video. They're saying that that's definitely her. He said 100%. You know, they say he um, said that, you know, he represented her um, a decade ago and what have you. But right now, honey, they're saying Neal said that he received calls from many casting agents over the years, y'all, as recent as a month ago. Now, they say he doesn't know who is currently representing her, but insiders said that Miss Randall retired from acting back in 2020. Now, they're saying Mr. Neal also was unable 
able to confirm rumors y'all that Randall is homeless and strung out on drugs. He said that um, she didn't appear to be in a bad way in that video, but a lot of people said she looked like she could have been. Now they're saying, honey, he said that Ms. Randall lived in Beverly Hills when he represented her, but her phone number changed and her email address, y'all, is no longer working, y'all. So let's continue to keep, honey, Ms. Teresa Randall definitely lift up in our prayers, honey, and hopefully, you know, everything is well with her. But from that video, it didn't seem like it could have been so, mm. you know. And she's she's a great actress, honey. You know, she played in um, Bad Boys Four, and you know, she um did other movies along the way. So, y'all, we're gonna um definitely see, you know, and keep her lifted up in our prayers, y'all, because, honey, she's a beautiful person. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Alo. On the high end, you say Alo like aloe vera, and on the low, you say beautiful forest green. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with the T. Good morning. This is is this Chris? Who is this? Uh, sir, this is uh, Clark Devereaux. I'm calling on behalf of the Linux Corporation. We're the um, parent company that handles the Ford credit information. Did you purchase a vehicle from a Ford dealership over there in Alabama? Motherfucker, you know what time it is. So I'm just trying to get a little <laughs> bit of information. don't goddamn call me this early. Sir, don't yell at me, sir. The person you called is no longer on the line. <laughs> It's very fucking good, buddy. Chris, you need to listen to me about I'm calling you about the black Mustang that you traded in for the new vehicle that you purchased. If you'd give me a chance to explain to you what the hell's going on. Mother, you don't call nobody goddamn early in the goddamn morning. The person you called is no longer on the line. <laughs> Hello? Chris, Clark Devereaux again. Oh, you can't, you gonna call somebody and wake somebody up in the goddamn morning? Well, look here, buddy. What I'm calling in reference to is that we've looked at the Mustang a little bit further. We need you to bring the vehicle that you purchased back into your dealership as we suspect that the Mustang's odometer uh, has look, been... Look, I ain't fucked that. I, I came up there, I bought the motherfucker two months ago. We just now got a chance to get the full inspection down. We suspect... Motherfucker, you should have seen... Don't you curse me. You curse me, you son of a... You curse me first, buddy. I don't give a goddamn... Look here, man. You rolled back that odometer. You changed the odometer on the car. Yeah, Stupid, Don't you realize that some digital things can be tampered with also, Christopher? Okay, I ain't no damn computer wizard. I ain't some... Sir, we're going to report your vehicle stolen if you do not bring that vehicle back in to us. Well, i tell you what, man. Consider... ass whooping to you, Where are you located? Because I'd love to get an ass whooping. Well, you come on down here. It's been internet. I'll slap you two times, buddy. That's what'll happen. You'll lean in. How big of a fella are you? I'm six two two eighty right now. They call me. Where, you, where you from? They call me Little Ruben. Well, well you don't think Little Ruben? Why are you acting like a dumb? <laughs> you're really a dumb. Your mama's a dumb. <laughs> well, hey, at least, at least I know who my mama is. But you're about ignorant. <laughs> why do, why do you have to do that? I like to see you with my. Ass. What, what, what time is convenient for you? Right Ruben? now, come on. I need a good ass with me. Well, I, I can't. I can't leave right now. I'm at work. I'll come see you, guys. Where are you? Where are you from? West End, South Park Road. Oh, you don't well, want you none. Get Alabama. You don't, that you don't <laughs> none. You don't want none. Haters get dealt with. Look, Haters look, get their ass kicked. Hey, hey, buddy. You want to whoop my ass? I get ass with my ass. Do it. I'm just trying to whoop your ass. <laughs> your call is no longer on the line. <laughs> what the <laughs> do you want, buddy? Dog, it's a prank phone call, man. It's Roy uh, Wood yeah. Jr. What's up, <laughs> man? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. You call him Lil Ruben. Yeah. <laughs> He always be messing with Ruben. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, y'all reach around the morning show. Uh, uh, let's uh, uh, let's let's check the DM. So, uh, dear Ricky Smiley, so I'm 30. Uh, LPN. Uh, what the hell is LPN, Gary? 
licensed practitioner nurse. Oh, I did, girl. I was just making sure you knew. Uh, so I'm yeah. 30 years old, a LBN, and have uh, two brothers, 24 and 21. Now the issue is, my youngest brother lives with me, in uh, the calls, and you know, and calls himself dating a woman that's 38, divorced with two teenage kids. So this been going on almost two months now. I accidentally met this woman at my house, and now she's saying that she wants to meet our mother. Uh, she explains. Uh, she wants to explain why age don't matter and that she and that she cares so much about my brother, but that's going to end up going all the way left. Our mama is old school Detroit from the hood. She's rough around the edges and don't play no games. So I had to tell her a few days ago how old this woman is and she went completely off. Uh, baby brother thinks it's all good and is planning to pull up with his cougar to my mom's house this weekend. Am I wrong to do whatever I got to do to stop this? Uh, I do not want my mama locked up for beating the brakes off this woman. Please help me. Uh, so <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. All right. Uh, he 30. Uh, he got two brothers, 24 and 21. The issue is that the brother, uh, so the chick is 38. So he 30, the chick is 38. Now, why is she considered a cougar? No, 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 no. He 21 the, the, and she 38. Yeah, the sister is the one who. Oh, he's twenty. I I got two brothers, twenty four and twenty one. Okay, he thirty. He got two brothers, twenty four and twenty one. Right. No. So his youngest brother that's twenty one. Okay, I got it. I got it. So he dated. Oh wow. Yeah. Dating a chick that's thirty eight. Wow. They got two. What? Seventeen years older than him. Woo! She got two. And she got teenage kids. Ah, be damned. Uh, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, Special K, what are your thoughts? This is not going to end well. I'm telling you, because, uh, man. And she's uh, from the D. Yeah, dog. Yeah, she emphasized that. Mama is that. from the 313. Their mama ain't with the, you know, their mama is with that smoke. So, yeah. This, All yeah. right, Maria. Being with an older woman? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, just your thoughts. Being, 50, what, 17 years older? Than a twenty-one-year-old boy, and she want to. Now that his would mama? work if he was thirty-eight and she was seventeen years right. older. But by him being twenty-one and she's seventeen years older. But if, if he was thirty-eight and she was seventeen years older, that's a, that's different because they they all mature at that point. But by him, it's still seventeen years. But it's seventeen years right now at the age of twenty-one, or versus. 17 years at the age of 31 or 41. You see what I'm well, here's saying? Here's one, Rick. Rick, let me throw it back to you because Malik is what, 20? 21. 21. So if he was trying to date a 38 year old woman and got two teenage <sighs> boys, I would definitely uh, have, have an a issue problem. with that, right? Well, I yeah, would that's... have an issue with it and it would be some conversations. And I have my, and more of my conversation would be with her. You know what's interesting that this topic is coming up? I just came across a post that was talking about how Justin Combs and Young Miami are the same age. And Justin Combs is Diddy's son. And right. he's dating Young Miami. But it, I, I think it is different when it's um, an older woman and a younger man versus... Because she could mess that yeah. boy head up. I think that's where, her, that's where the girl mama would be coming from. Like, you could really turn a, a boy out at that age. Yeah, you don't have that level of maturity at he's 21. He's still a boy at 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at society. Society. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. It's amazing how society is, about how everybody talking about him, her messing up his head. But what about all the men that mess up these young women's head? 
So if that older woman want to be with a younger man, let her be with a younger man. Evidently, he knows what he's doing. He want to be with her. She will mature him because women mature faster than men. So nice time for men to catch up and be more mature. So if she has some experience for him, let them be together and be in love. At the age of 21, and you know that she got teenage sons, you can you almost have to go into that situation as a big brother figure versus a yeah. dad. See, all of them end up playing PlayStation, and two of them have to go to bed except him. All y'all, you knew that was coming. All, all y'all go to bed except for Larry. Larry, you come in here. But the rest of y'all, but y'all, but y'all to take y'all ass to bed. Larry, you come in here. You, you go to bed. You know you go to bed. But y'all go to bed and turn that TV off. They better stay away from her mama house, though. Huh? <laughs> they better stay away from that mama house. I wouldn't go Brett, over there if I was her. Brett, what are your thoughts? I think the mama should just go on and beat the brakes off the woman. Oh, for real? That, so you mm-hmm. would, you would, you would like that would bother you, and why? Yeah, yeah, because she's too old. She too old. She too old. She too old. She too old. Yeah. She too old. So what would you say to her uh, uh, when they walk in the door? What, what, Get what out. would you? you Get were out my house. You, and, and what are you attracted why? to about him? Like, what what it, what what are you attracted to about a twenty one year old? Right. What what is it? Feeling young. I guess. No, well, she can, uh, she need to get somebody else to feel young with. Yeah, but suppose she get pregnant though, the older woman. I mean, if she oh, got pregnant. Oh no, if she, she she ain't got no more eggs. She's thirty eight. She, she just thirty eight. She only thirty eight. She ain't got no more. Yeah, she don't. She only thirty eight. No, she don't. Yeah, yeah she, she do. Can. She ain't got no more. Yeah, she still yeah, have they do. I got pregnant at thirty eight. No. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Everybody different. She ain't got none. <laughs> yeah, but, but, none. but yeah, just to see the uh, three of them, and she ordered all three of them a pizza, and they in there That's watching TV. <laughs> no. she, telling the two young ones to go to bed, and then she got them some twin bunk beds. She got him a bed in there, too, just in case he act up, but he got to come there and go to bed with she mama. Got- and then... Then you end up playing PlayStation with the other two teams, knowing that they smashing your mom. Oh, yeah, she got to oh. take them all the Foot Locker at the same time. Oh, just <laughs> awkward. Finance, wealth, and growth. It's Money Mondays on the Ricky Smiling Morning Show. All right, y'all. High school graduation season starts in the next few weeks. Uh, but for many families, that you know, that means that you must get ready for a massive cost of college. Our money expert, Janai Thorne, is here to share five moves that can help you save big. On the cost of college tonight. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yes, sir. Uh, glad to have you on because everybody needs to hear this show, especially uh, if, if you got kids in school. So, why is applying for financial aid and filing an appeal with the financial aid office crucial to saving on massive on you know on the massive cost of college? Well, Ricky, first of all, congratulations to all the parents um, who have high school students graduating this year. You did that. I know it's a big moment for you. Um, But first, think about it. Most of us are familiar with FAFSA, that free application for federal student aid. And we understand that we need to apply for financial aid. But most of us don't realize that we can actually file an appeal. That means when you get your award letter and you think that you need or you deserve more money from the college, you can appeal their decision. 
But you do that directly with the school. You do not do that through FAFSA. You need to contact the financial aid office directly because each school handles the appeal process differently. But this is your opportunity to prove why you need more money. What's going on in your family? Maybe someone has an illness. Someone, Maybe someone recently passed away. Please look into that appeal process. Uh, Jana, do you do you think that people should consider community college for their children as a strategy to save money? Because, you know, it's getting expensive. Um, you know, I think it's a great idea. You know, the average two year community college costs about four thousand dollars a year, while the average private college costs about $40,000 a year. So community college is a really great way to save money. Now, however, and I have a big however, it's really, really critical that you're going to identify the college or potential colleges your student may go to after they finish community college and get those courses approved before. Because what I'm hearing a lot right now, Rock T, is a lot of people are sending their kids to community college and all the credits are not transferring. So you got to make sure that those credits going to transfer because who wants to waste that time or money? Mm. Now, Janai, we heard about this young man in New Orleans who got the, what, $185 million in scholarships. And I'm sure a lot of parents out there want to know, how can I get some of that? More than $6 billion is actually awarded annually in scholarships. So what are the best resources to find them? And how early should high school students start looking for scholarships? Well, Maria, not to scare anybody, but really high school students should start looking for scholarships in the ninth grade. You actually should start in the ninth grade. And the reason why you want to start that early is that way you can identify the scholarships that you're focused on and the criteria to meet them. Now you have four years to put together your strategy to do that. Um, where you look for the money, you're going to look obviously directly at the school. Yes, you can contact the financial aid office, but you really need to be focused on the department. So if your child is in the School of Engineering or the School of Business, you definitely want to contact those departments directly. Um, but you also don't forget about those community scholarships from churches and fraternities and sororities. Here are a few websites people can check out. FastWeb, College Board, Scholarships.com and CAPEX, C-A-P-P-E-X. Those are a few sites, but please make sure your children are involved in doing the work. It is their education. They need to be putting in that work to find this money. Okay, so here's here's one for you, Janai. We're talking our money expert, Janai Thornton, how to save money for your kids' college tuition. So dual enrollment, what is that and how can that help save on the cost of college? So dual enrollment has become very popular and it's a great money to save. Um, it's a great strategy to save money on college. This is when your child is still in high school, but they're enrolled in taking college courses at the same time. It's very common now, actually very easy to do. One of my younger cousins, Kennedy, uh, when she went to UAB, University of Alabama at Birmingham, she came in as a sophomore because she had that many college courses already. So parents, it's a great strategy to save money on college. So look at dual enrollment through your high school. That is awesome. And I, I think it's also important that, you know, students contribute to the cost of education. Can you talk about the importance of that as well, Janai? Well, you, Maria, what's interesting is only 11% of college students contribute to their own education financially. Wow. 11%. Okay. 
So parents, we got to get them engaged and involved. It's very important that your student works over the summer, maybe even works during school so they can help cover the cost of books and travel or dorm supplies, personal supplies, whatever they need. It is becoming so expensive. So let's get our children involved. And I think they value their education more when they actually have to contribute to it. You know, Janai, I had to pay for my own college. I paid every penny because back in the day, my daddy just did not want to release his W-2 form. So I couldn't wait until I got to the age to um, get a W-2 form and use my own W-2 form to go to college. Them outside children. Your ass, Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had no outside kids. Oh, what? We found Janai. Ricky. Janai, we got to Gary, our dad, a funeral. Oh, we found out. Yeah. He didn't have all the kids. Don't be lying. But still, anyway, Janai, I'm lying, Gary. Am I lying, Gary? Look, I paid for my own college, Janai. And you should be proud of yourself. And I am proud. It took me damn 20 years to get a four year degree, but I did it. Papa was a rolling stone. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What? They wouldn't let them outside children ride in the family car that Gary did. Messy on the Monday morning. Messy Mondays. This is not messy Mondays, Ricky. (laughs) Hurry up and do your part in this. Had to get an Uber (laughs) to the gravesite. Tonight, they told him that they could drive. They, they told him he could drive his car behind the second. Because we didn't allot for extra people, Janai, in the family car. We did not know. So I know that's right. You had to drive your own they car. They weren't in the head count. They weren't in the head count. <laughs> they weren't in the head count. Would you know? I was so t- Janai trying not to laugh. They said Gary's brother over there next to the morning show. <laughs> Yeah, because the morning show was on one side and we was on the family side, you know, we're going to just keep it real, honey. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Messy but that's Monday, Monday but, right But now. everybody came to the repast, though, so we all had everybody to repast. Who you knew not to bring that? Janine, that's why your dad didn't want to turn it into them damn W-2s. He had them outside. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are crazy. This oh, way. my God, oh, Jesus. Jesus oh, be a fence all around me every day, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry, Carol. Andy. Janai, how can you be reached, girl, if people want more information? I know that's right. So, y'all, if you need more information on financial aid, you can please follow me on social media at Janai Thornton. That's J-I-N-I-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And if you want to learn how to graduate your young adult off your parent payroll, go to endparentpayroll.com. You are crazy, Ricky Smiley. Love that. I never thought about that, Ricky, why I didn't get the W-2 form. That's why I tried to tell you that's why he didn't want to turn the damn forms in. I didn't think about that. Your daddy went crazy now. He was out there, but he went crazy. Janai, thank you so much. I apologize, right, Gary. Guys. That's all right, and Jesus. Have a knows, good honey. Monday. <laughs> News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, man, I will see y'all tonight at the Stardome. Karaoke is going down. I think it's sold out probably already, but we're going to have a good time. Got your front page right here, Maria. Good morning. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, our SMS family. Here's your Monday headlines. Eight people were killed and at least seven others wounded when a gunman opened fire at an Allen, Texas outlet mall Saturday afternoon. The gunman has been identified as 33-year-old Mar- Mauricio Garcia. Now, he was killed by a police officer who happened to be at the mall on an unrelated uh, case. Investigators believe the gunman was acting alone and have not yet released information on a potential motive. In other news, Ricky, the Food and Drug Administration approved the first vaccine to combat RSV. The new vaccine developed by GSK was approved for adults 60 and older and was 82 percent effective at preventing lower respiratory tract illness caused by RSV, according to trial data. Lastly, doctors at two Boston hospitals successfully performed a life-saving brain procedure on a fetus in the womb, Ricky, collaborating wow. clinicians from Boston Children's Hospital and Brigham and Women's Hospital performed the cerebral vascular surgery on March 15th, according to news station WBZ. This was a life saving procedure inside the mama's stomach. That is amazing. Uh, I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few of the stories we're following this morning. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, let's start off with the NBA playoffs getting kind of good and heated, man. Philadelphia 76ers even the series versus the Boston Celtics after two back-to-back horrible shooting games by James Harden. He bounced back and dropped a cool 42 points, helped lead his team to an overtime victory, man. Coach Doc Rivers actually sent Harden a text message of a gospel song titled, You Know My Name. Basically let him know, let them remember who you are. It is what it is. So he took that to heart and went out and showed out. Phoenix Suns, they even the series with Denver Nuggets. Kevin Durant had 36 points. Devin Booker had 36 points. That double team, back team uh, tandem is a kill. I ain't going to lie, man. I thought Phoenix was done. They was down 0-2. They got back 2-2. So now we got ourselves a series, ladies and gentlemen. Game four tonight, Golden State and the Lakers. Golden State is down 2-1. They got blew out by 30 points in the last game. Will Steph Curry and and, uh, and Clay bounce back? We're going to find out. But speaking of LeBron James, his son, Bronny James Jr., commits to play college basketball at USC. He's going to have Southern Cal on fire next year. Now, LeBron has always said uh-huh. that he wants to play with his son in the NBA. Bronny will be one and done at USC. We already know that. LeBron James is going to be 40, 41 years old by the time LeBron, uh, Bronny gets drafted to the NBA, and he spoke about that. You know, my son is going to take his journey, and whatever his journey, however his journey lay out, he's going to do what's best for him. And as his dad and his mom, Savannah, and his brother and sister, we're going to support him in whatever he decides to do. So um, just because that's my aspiration and my goal doesn't mean it's his. So... You know, and, I, and I'm absolutely okay with that. My job is just to support my son and whatever he wants to do. Message. That's right. But we already know, we already know he's going to play. <laughs> that's going to be yeah. going to play. It's, whatever, so good. whatever team drafts Bronny, that's the team that LeBron James is going to sign a one-year deal with when that time happens. It's going to be exciting to watch. I can't wait till that happens, man. So Yeah, that, that would be beautiful to have a father and son on the court like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, Everybody. If would a lot watch. of them would have went to the NBA, that would have happened, right? Especially because a lot of back in our days, uh, dudes having babies in the uh, eighth, ninth grade, a lot of them could have <laughs> played with it. So a lot of them wrote, a lot of them graduated high school with their son. <laughs> okay. Man, there it is. So stupid laughing. Okay. <laughs> 
Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and Right. So I go to class. No, you you go to class. <laughs> you the one supposed to have been and graduated. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> you and your you and your daddy on the school bus. Your daddy ain't got no car. <laughs> Y'all on the school bus. Riding home. Both of y'all up there graduating talking about lean on me. <laughs> oh, Dad, that's why I'm starting in front of you on the football team. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Reports say that Boosie Badass was allegedly arrested in San Diego, California, Sunday night for illegal possession of a firearm. Lil Boosie, whose real name is Torrance Hatch, was arrested on gun charges in violation of his status as a felon. Now, according to the police report, the Baton Rouge rapper was charged with felony possession of a firearm, carrying a concealed firearm in a vehicle without valid CCW permit and more. Uh, this, this is a very serious charge for him as he, is convict, uh, he, as he is a convicted felon and California has strict gun laws. As of Sunday though, Boosie did bond out of jail. Meanwhile, reports say that 50 Cent, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kenya Barris have teamed up in the BET bidding war. According to TMZ, 50 and Kenya were seen outside of Paramount's NYC uh, offices uh, discussing the HTE possibility of buying the network. The men allegedly partnered with Shaq and investment company CVC to make an offer. Now, Bears is one of BET's minority stakeholders. Uh, one source with direct knowledge said it's not a done deal yet, but they are deep off in it. What y'all think about that? I mean... I thought Tyler Perry and Diddy was up for that. I, I heard yeah. that, too. So is it like a war and all of them are like... Yeah. Bidding against each other to see who's going to pay Byron the most Allen. money. I thought he was in that mix, too. They yeah. all yeah. are, I think. Wow. Mm. Hey, you imagine? Because he owns the weather. Uh, Byron Allen owns the weather channel. Yeah. Yes, right. he does. Ricky, right. you're a doctor now. You ought to get a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I already put up my little $2,500 for the uh, Miami. <laughs> for the Miami Dolphins. So I, that's all the only shit I got in the team. <laughs> well, that's all right. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And last but not least, y'all, according to B. Scott, Adidas CEO, Bjorn Gulden uh, has announced that brand, the brand's first quarter financial results for 2023, revealing that there has been a 441 million dip in year-to-year sales, mainly across the North America, greater China, as well as Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, because the popular Yeezy business in October 22. And when addition, Gilden said that the brand has no idea what to do with its existing Yeezy products. So, a $441 million dip in sales, that is a lot. Ooh, that's yeah. Adidas took that hit? Yeah. They sure did. They should act right with Kanye yeah, They now. need to apologize to Kanye and say, I think hey. they was trying to make up. I don't think he with it. Mm. Ooh, that's a lot. of. That's a big dip, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. All right, we're going to dip on out on that note uh, on the hot spot. But coming up next, we got Mark Moriel. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's time for the State of Black America with the current president of the National Urban League, Mark Moriel. What's going on, Mr. Mark? Hey, I'm glad to be with you this week. And uh, first of all, good morning. I want to shout out the Southern University Jaguars. I'll be in Baton Rouge on Friday at Southern University as the commencement speaker as the graduates walk across the stage. I'm really excited. Nice. 
uh, about being there and uh, one of our great historically black colleges and universities. And it is always special, Ricky, to share with the graduates, to see the moms, the dads, the families, the grandmothers, all celebrating the success of our young people. So in advance, I want to say to all the college grads, HBCU and beyond, a warm congratulations for your accomplishments, and may God bless you and may you stay strong. Now, this week, I want to talk about black history. Last week, while I was in New Orleans, dozens of uh, National Urban League presidents joined with me uh, for a big press conference where we joined in the Freedom to Learn, the Freedom to Learn campaign, which kicked off all across the United States. And this is in response to things such as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing a bill that bans teaching about systemic racism, gender and race discrimination. Uh, in over 100 instances across the nation, state laws, state legislative initiatives, school board initiatives, attorney general opinions are trying to crush, smash, marginalize African-American history and its teaching and the teachings of race. We will not stand it and we cannot stand it. So the Freedom to Learn campaign, which has been envisioned by a number of black scholars, including Kimberly Crenshaw and Khalil Muhammad, is the campaign to push back against that effort. So I want to encourage people to look up the Freedom to Learn campaign, the Freedom to Learn campaign, uh, to be a part of this ongoing effort to push back at your school board, at your school, in your state, and across the nation. We cannot allow the teaching of black history to be marginalized. Ricky, this is how ridiculous it is. Books mm. by Toni Morrison, books by Toni Morrison, books by Maya Angelou, books by distinguished black authors have been banned. Books about Ruby Bridges, who was one of the four girls that integrated schools in New Orleans in 1960, have been banned. I got a list of the banned books. I bought several of these books. This is an absolute outrage. We must push back against it. So as we do this, I want to just say black history and our contributions to America and an understanding of the role of race in the making of America is essential to the teaching of black history and American history. There is no complete American history without black history. And black history has been left out and marginalized over the last 50 years and really beginning with Carter G. Woodson way back in the 1920s. There's been a concerted effort to increase scholarship and teaching and understanding about the great contributions that black people have made to this country and an understanding of the role of race and how it shaped America. So I'm encouraging everyone to join the Freedom to Learn campaign, be a part of this effort. The National Urban League and all of the major civil rights organizations in the nation, scholars, teachers, people all across the nation are joining this effort. Once again, Freedom to Learn campaign. I will be back to you sometime in the future with more details on how you can be a part of this effort. And Ricky, that's today's State of Black America. Dan, yes, man, we really appreciate you. You've been listening to the State of Black America with the former New Orleans mayor and Louisiana State Senator Mark Moriel, and he is now currently the president of the National Urban League. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Mark. Talk with you next Monday. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir, next week. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.